this whole idea of conflict resolution um, is a bit of a myth. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and realities about relationships. I'm your host, Jameson Marcier, Doctor of Marriage and Family Therapy and Licensed Clinical Social Worker. I hope you're doing well. I hope you are um, managing, okay? I hope your relationships are managing. Um, As a matter of fact, that's what uh, today's uh, episode is about. Uh, Obviously, it's always about relationships in some form or fashion. But um, we're going to talk specifically about um, conflict resolution. Um, And so if you're in need of some conflict resolving, (laughs) resoluting, um, spend the next few moments with me. And uh, I hope to give you some stuff to um, assist in your conflicts. Um, Thank you for those of you who've been around since season one uh this is season two that's uh wrapping up um we're nearing episode 100 can you believe it already um and that's not counting some of the uh throwbacks that we've thrown in the mix here with the big one zero zero um thank you guys who've been hanging in there with us listening and sharing and uh commenting uh to the lady in the uh, Apple Store at the Galleria Mall here in South Florida. Uh, thank you for your encouragement. Uh, thank you for your A1 service. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, so on to today's show. The idea of conflict resolution is something that is just everywhere. And, um, you know, there are courses of study about it. There are Uh, workshops left and right. There are whole professions that center around uh, conflict resolution. And there's nothing wrong with conflict resolution and looking how to resolve conflicts. The the issue that I have that uh, we're going to talk about on this episode is over the years, I've, I've come to feel I've learned, I believe, that this whole idea of conflict resolution um, is a bit of a myth. Yes, I said it. It's a myth. Um, Because in working with people and working with relationships, I, I don't know that I believe that you can ever resolve conflict, you know, and I can hear some of you saying, oh, well, you're just kind of, you know, setting yourself up for your whole job security. Um, that would be great, you know, job security, work security, business security, whatever you call it. But in all honesty, the, the term conflict resolution um, suggests automatically that we can resolve conflicts. And... I think that sets people up for some uh, additional challenges when they look to resolve disagreements or conflicts, right? Um, Conflict is 
at least I've come to believe, I've come to feel. Conflict is something that that's everywhere. Um, it's omnipresent, right? It, it's it's the kind of thing that whether you're talking about you and someone else or you and uh, a situation, um, whatever the situation may be, um, there is inherent conflict, okay? It's always everywhere, is, is, is what I like to say. And I don't know that we can ever be without conflict. Now, some conflict, well, not some, but con- there are different types of conflict for sure. And we, we can debate which types we uh, are able to resolve, Okay, I'm 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 up for that, but to talk about conflict in general, okay, conflict as one uh, one thing that it can be resolved, I think it it, it does um, a disservice because you're never devoid, right? You're never without the potential for conflict. Um, there is always always that potential. Um, and as I sit and I think about this, it, it makes me think about, um, it makes me think about water, you know, uh, the thing about water. And if you've, you know, been any kind of, in any science class, you water, you know, it changes forms. Okay. It, you never, uh, if, if I give you a, a, a bucket of water, um, you can go from liquid, you can freeze it, make it a solid, you know, you, you can boil it, you can turn it into a gas, and then you can go back, okay? You can collect the vapors, make it a liquid again, and freeze it. You can go through that over and over again. And this is kind of what I'm saying about conflict. You don't ever really um, eradicate conflict, you know, I think we just kind of move it from one position to another. Um, it, it's also, I guess, uh, energy is another example we can use. Um, and in some ways, that may be a more appropriate example, um, is that energy is always there. You know, there's potential energy and there's kinetic energy. So maybe we're talking about potential conflict, kinetic conflict, or, or potential conflict and realized conflict, right? Um, uh, but I think even in saying that, and without nerding out too much, right, the conflict is always, well, many times it's realized, we just often act like we don't see it, um, pretend to not recognize the conflict. and And then that also then creates this conflict within yourself, um, which makes the original conflict worse. Um, and so it's a slippery slope. Um, you're just going down into a mess that you really um, find it hard to dig out of. And if you can avoid it, by all means, please. Um, but before I went on that rambling mess, I don't know that we are ever without conflict. I don't think that conflict is ever resolved. 
Okay. Rather, I encourage people to think about conflict as something that needs to be um, managed. Okay. Um, because it never really is resolved. So, how do you know? How do you do that? Well, even before how, like, what is conflict? What do you mean when you say that? Um, so, in terms of relationship, right? Uh, conflict is inherent in relationship. If you are in relationship with anyone or anything, uh, there is conflict there. Okay, as the holidays are approaching, some of you are in conflict with your families about what is it that's going to happen. Um, some want to get together. Others are like, no way, Jose. Um, and there you go. Conflict. Even before you acknowledged or had this open conflict, there was this internal struggle. Um, how like what are we going to do? You know, uh, there's there's conflict with your neighbor. And, you know, even when you get along great with your neighbor, um, there is some conflict there. There's conflict over resources. There's so conflict is is always around. If um, if I would like to watch the game and my wife wants to, I don't know, watch uh, the cooking channel. OK, or not to be stereotypical, but for the sake of this conversation, that is a conflict. That is a conflict. Um, you're trying to go to sleep. Your partner is trying to read or watch TV. That is a conflict. Okay. And sometimes we, we label them as minor conflicts, major conflicts, but they are conflicts nonetheless. All right. Um, and they need to be managed. So uh, I guess one of the first things I can tell you is to accept conflict as a uh, as a natural part of existence um, going back to my uh, my example of water right um, it's a water is an element in nature okay if you think of conflict as something that you're going to encounter um, and you accept it as part of a relationship then, that's that goes a long way to uh, reducing the anxiety that a lot of us feel around conflicts. All right. Many of us are conflict avoidant. OK, that's a popular label and term that we use here in counseling world. You know, people who are conflict avoidant, uh, they're the types who will say yes to almost anything because they don't want to appear confrontational. Uh, they can't tell you no, um, even if they don't want to do the thing. If they have, if they had, they may have no desire to oblige your request, but they will tell you yes to avoid the conflict, whether that's upsetting you or you uh, talking bad about them. You know how they may look, uh, to how, how they may appear to you. People will do that. Um, because it's just the conflict, the potential conflict, right? So the, the potential conflict, the thing that they're trying to avoid, right? That is such a big looming monster. Um, and often they fail to acknowledge the conflict within themselves. Um, but again, I, I, all that is to say, 
we have to get to a point where we accept and acknowledge that conflict is at the heart of all relationships, all relationships. Um, and, and I think one of the reasons it's hard for us to, to accept that is because we have associated uh, conflict with something bad, you know, something negative. Um, I, when I try to, to shed some light on the fact that, well, no, some conflict is positive, People look at me like I'm crazy. When I see couples who they're arguing about um, their financial plans, their financial goals, um, and, and I, I get excited because number one, you guys are on the same same page. You are. You already. You're working together. Um, we just have different views of how we're going to get there, and people can't quite seem to understand that. Uh, if you're trying to grow a business or grow a company, you just don't, it doesn't happen if there isn't any conflict. If there's no disagreement, if there's no exchanging of ideas and views um, and perspectives, like there's just, it's just not going to happen. All right. And so if we can accept that it's part of relationships, and then remove that negative association, that bad feeling we have with conflict, that will go a long way. Okay, that's one. Two, we have to slow down when we begin to um, feel conflict or as we encounter conflict. All too often, we tend to pop off a little too easy. You know, we go from zero to 100 or 100,000 way too fast. Um, and sometimes we don't even really fully understand what is happening. All we know is this was said, now I feel this, and it's off to the races. We can't operate like that. Well, you can, but operating like that does not benefit anyone. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. We need to analyze it. And in analyzing it, there's a few things we can do. So number one, if we're feeling some conflict arising, one good question to ask is what triggered it? Like what, what happened to get us here? Um, because it's not uncommon for one person to think it was caused by A and for another to say, well, no, it was caused by D. Um, and then you're just like, wait a minute, are we even looking at the same thing? Is, do we, like, what exactly are we looking at? What did we hear? What are we seeing? So we got to know what triggered it. Um, and, and number two, Let's also ask, who are you upset with? Okay, that may seem like an obvious answer in some cases, but often it's not. And, and what I mean is sometimes you think you may be upset with your partner, but you may be upset with yourself. Yeah, it's just manifesting like it's his fault or her fault. 
uh, or your mama's fault or whomever. But it may often be that you're upset with yourself. And I, I, listen, I'll be one of the first to admit. Sometimes, in, in an exchange with my wife, she'll say, "I don't know." She'll say something, and then I respond in a way, and I'm, and as soon as it comes out my mouth, I'm like, "Damn, that was my chance to do something different, but I didn't." So now I'm upset, and she knows I'm upset, but she doesn't know that I'm upset with myself. I know I'm upset with myself, but my ego will not let me let it be known that, no, baby, I'm not upset with you because I know better. I'm upset with myself because here I am doing it again, this thing that I said I would not do. Yeah, sounds crazy, doesn't it? Who are you upset with? Next piece, um... What is it? What do you want or need? Let me throw that in there. Um, because again, sometimes we're upset and we don't even know why. Okay. Not, not, let alone who we're upset with, but like, what do we want? We have conflict. Are we just like arguing and fighting just for the sake of it? Just for sport? Maybe. Okay. Maybe it's just for sport. Sure. Um, but then that suggests, you know, maybe we want some entertainment. Maybe we need some entertainment uh, or some attention. And this is how we know to get it. Next point. What are you afraid of losing? Is there, is there something you're afraid of losing? Um, uh, or maybe gaining. I don't know, right? Maybe it could also be part of some self-sabotage going on. Um, do you feel... Like a piece of you, a part of you is threatened in some form uh, or fashion. Um, ask yourself, is your anger, is it valid? Is it justified? Right? Or maybe is it exaggerated? You know, again, I'm guilty of that too. Sometimes I've been upset and I've, you know, just kind of just taken it to a whole other level. Just kind of, you know, being dramatic with it. Guilty as charged again. Um, you know, I was going to make a point. Here's my chance. You know, I'm going to take advantage of it and, and milk it as much as I can. Um, you know, like Hamilton, Hamilton, not throwing away my shot, right? Here's my chance and it's, we're going to ride it. Um is it valid? Is it justified? Or is it exaggerated? And in analyzing it, because this is what all of this is, you also have to ask yourself, how might it be resolved? Okay, because we don't, uh, I would encourage you not to solely be the, be the kind of people who are um, uh, obstructionists, right? Um, try to be the kind that will seek solutions as well, okay? But we can only come to those uh, conclusions and answers if we are um, seeking solutions, okay? So all of that, I know that was a lot just for analyzing it, but, you know, you can always go back and listen to it, but we, we do need to analyze it. Next, uh, number three, um, if we can separate the person from the conflict, it would go a long way to resolving uh, 
slash, like not even resolving, managing it. Managing it. I want to say resolving, but I know it doesn't resolve it. it it's it's a managing thing. Um, it 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 limits how much damage can be done once we remove or separate the person from the conflict, right? We know what that sounds like, what that looks like. Um, back to when when I'm in conflict with my wife, whether it's me being upset at myself or something else. When we can't separate the individual or other people from the conflict, it looks like name-calling. It looks like attacking the person's character. You know, it looks like trying to degrade them, trying to belittle them, okay, make them seem inferior and less than we are because we may be hurting and you damn well better believe they're going to hurt as well, okay? It is no longer about the conflict. If we cannot separate the person from the conflict, now we're just being a bully. We're attacking the individual as opposed to attacking the conflict, right? Trying to uh, manage the conflict. So that, 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 you know, that preserves relationships. If we're able to do that, then it really doesn't matter what the conflict is. We can man, we can have the disagreement and not lose um, the relationship, okay? Uh, and, and lastly, the last thing I want to throw in here is that, you know, when we talk about conflict resolution, it can lead people to believe that, you know, we came to a an amicable agreement. We came to a, a conclusion that, we were on the same page, we shook hands, we kissed, we sang Kumbaya. And that is often not the case. Um, it is often the case that we just got to a point where we agreed to disagree. Yeah, we agreed to disagree and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with agreeing to disagree, okay? And some will say, well, Jameson, well, there you go. You resolved the conflict. Well, not really. Not really, you know? What I need and what I want is opposed and perhaps to your own detriment. So, I mean, in some cases, there's no way we can agree on that, Um because my your existence, my existence may be at risk. So we agree to disagree and perhaps we part ways or we don't associate as far as this one thing is concerned. All right. Now, for some people, that's hard to do. OK, particularly if you're the kind of person who's who's a black and white type deal. Right. You're either all in or you're all out. Um you're going to struggle with the whole idea of agreeing to disagree. Um, but if you understand that there are um, grays, there are gray areas, um, and, and there are shadows, right? Um, you understand that we can agree to disagree. You know, we don't have to have the same meal um, together. We can have different meals. We can... Um, be into different things, um, 
we like you can do your thing today i'll do my thing tomorrow and then the day after we'll come together right so and that is a strategy to manage this conflict that is uh a part of our relationship okay other people say well no we have to do this together we there's just it, it, how does the relationship function if we're operating as two different people or in two different areas, well, it functions as well as you want it to function. It, it, it totally does. And, and that is a skill in relationships. And I guess the whole conflict management piece is also a skill that's, in, that's acquired in mature relationships. Now, mature doesn't always mean people who've been together the longest or the oldest couple in the room, because we understand maturity is not about age, okay? It's about experiences, all right? So we can agree to disagree. Um, and, and if we give, if we make that space a possibility in relationships, it's just that much sweeter. So just a quick recap, right? So conflict, okay? They're not resolved, but they're managed. That's the position that I've, I hold, I've held, and I maybe, you know, after I stop this recording, I change my mind, but I doubt it. Um, but th we, we don't resolve them. We just learn how to manage them. Um, and if we can accept that conflict is natural, uh, it will help. If we learn how to analyze conflict, Okay, with these steps that these questions that we went over uh, briefly, that helps as well. Separating the person from the conflict really goes a long way, uh, especially when it comes to preserving the relationship. And then if we can get to a point where we understand that we can agree to disagree. Right. If we can get to that point after all of that. Okay. After all of that, we say, hey, let's just agree to disagree. Then that's fine, too. That is okay. Well, listen, that is our show. That is our show. Uh, thank you for joining me this week for Relationship Renegade. Uh, if you found value, as always, please share. Just, just pass it on. Um, the people that you would have been at the table with this holiday season arguing, Send this to them, you know, just drop it in their, in their inbox. Um, leave a comment. Um, let us know that you stopped by. Uh, leave a review on iTunes or whatever the platform is that you're consuming uh, this podcast. Um, and if you have some conflict in your relationship that you're looking to uh, manage, okay, uh, you can give me a call, uh, go to the website, nurseyourwellness.com, and schedule a consultation. And, you know, we'll just see how we can assist you. All right. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Listen, make sure you check out our weekend edition um, with myself and Mia. She will be back soon, uh, just in time for us to wrap this up, uh, this season, that is. Um, so, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, or whenever it is you're listening to this okay either way thank you guys i appreciate you um, couldn't do this without you guys and i will catch you on the next episode 
of Relationship Renegade. Bye now.